This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 968 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today, Hillary Moore Hebert, senior editor of Dressage Today magazine and dressagetoday.com, joins Dressage radio show co-hosts Reese Kofler-Stanfield and Philip Parks to take a look at straightness and exercises to help horses who are naturally crooked move straighter and some common riding errors that influence straightness. And we'll get right to our tip after this important message from Kentucky Performance Products. This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Managing horses can be challenging. Each horse's personality affects the way he behaves and reacts to the world around him. Horses with certain dispositions can be at higher risk for developing health problems than others. High-strung or excitable horses are easily stressed, but so is the timid, quiet warrior. Stressed horses are more likely to develop digestive upsets that lead to colic, diarrhea, and ulcers. Nalox Advanced was specifically developed to support a digestive tract that is under stress. It sustains proper pH levels, reducing the incidence of ulcers and hindgut imbalances, while simultaneously supporting the healing of damaged tissue. Nalox Advanced supports the complete digestion of starches and sugars and sustains populations of beneficial bacteria. Make life a little easier on your sensitive horse and start him on Nalox Advanced today. To learn more about the ingredients in Nalox Advanced, visit Kentucky Performance Products at kppusa.com. is from our DT Classics because it's our 20th anniversary. We pulled the best of the best and Carol Grant did a really neat article on straightness and uh, yeah, I think it would be worth looking at the whole article because there's tons of diagrams that sort of shows the difference between a horse that travels naturally that is you know slightly wanting to be crooked to then riding slight shoulder forward to be able to have the horse be more straight in the sense of what you want for the dressage work. And just a lot of exercises where um, you're encouraging the horse to be able to be adjustable in their different legs so you get it. But I thought it was just a, a really interesting article. And what it got me thinking about was riding the long side. So if you're going to go in the theme still of showing whether or not you're doing it, I very commonly see the difference between an okay test and a great test or an okay trot and canter and a great trot and canter is the difference between someone coming out of the corner down the long side and either you've got the haunches falling in and they're kind of crooked going down the long side versus that person who really takes the time to get their horse straight, meaning slight shoulder four and have it be that they aren't, you know, swinging their haunches in, but then they set up and they go down the long side. And 
I can't tell you how many times at the shows I'm watching that people do that into the, you know, extended canter or the canter lengthening and the horse's butt is like falling in towards the center line the whole time. And it doesn't matter how fast it looks like you're kind of hand galloping down the, the track, the horse is crooked and you're losing that fundamental piece. And I think it, you know, is a really great article for us to have because I think I noticed that it is not something that people are paying attention to as much as they should. That is a huge, that's a great point because you think we're the judges and they can see it. Don't think they cannot see it because they can see it every time if you don't write a good corner and you go out. And again, you're right because a lot of people will be like, well, I was, I was, it wasn't conservative this time. I was so great. And I'm like, well, yeah, but you were crooked. So it doesn't matter how fast you go or how much of an extension there is. It's not going to work. And I, I have to be honest. I really noticed this. Um, I had some mirrors put up in my ring. I think it was March. And it was unbelievable to see how many horses, myself included, my students, where they would come out of the corner and they're like, oh, my God, I'm so crooked. Uh-huh. So that's been a huge thing in our, in our barn, just to be able to look up down the, down the long side and see if you're straight or not. Um, because more than likely people aren't straight and it's a huge deal. So, um, that's been a, a really big thing for us in our barn and, and seeing, and I also sit a lot of times if I'm, I'm taking a seat, I'll sit on the long side because I can really see if someone's straight or not coming out of the corner. So, um, the, you know, the mirrors have been a big help for us in, in, in the straightness department. Yeah, I mean, just, it's a really common, like you said, Hillary, it's a really common problem and it's not an easy thing to to fix because it's not just a matter of pushing the haunches out and you know or or doing this little thing and it's going to fix it i mean corners are difficult to ride good corners are even more difficult to ride and uh you know straightness in, in your lengthenings and that is is hard the horses want to go crooked so they don't have to carry their shoulders on top of their hips and all of this but it's something to really take the time and, and figure out and make sure it's right i mean right from showing at, at training level the the first movement in every test is down the center line evaluate you know the, the horse and rider's straightness and then you know left turn left turn or right turn right turn um you got to keep that straightness through the whole entire test until you go down that center line the second time right and uh if you let your horse drift around and do these little things it you know it it, it doesn't matter how good your lengthening was it doesn't matter how good your circle was the horse is crooked so you know training right from training level or pre-training level you know, get, get, get that down. Make sure you can ride straight lines, straight transitions. And then you're able to do all kinds of great stuff out of the straightness. But, um, it's just, it just speaks to, to the balance of the horse right away, right from, right from the beginning. And, and, uh, you know, everybody's got to really think about it coming out of the corner. Okay. Where am I at the shoulders? Usually the shoulders are a little bit out, not, not necessarily the high end in, but, um, you know, get thinking, a little shoulder four before you're ever riding leg yield or shoulder in, you got to be able to just stack the blocks on top of each other of the horse, the hips underneath the shoulders, underneath the neck, underneath the pole, you know, um, you can write, a, you can write a million articles about it because it's, it's so important. So that's good that we brought it up today. Philip, go back to that analogy. You just said stack the blocks. That was, I think that that was a really good way to put that. Can you say that again? Oh yeah, I mean it's just something I heard a long time ago. But that's uh, great. It's a yeah, really good description. I mean, every every piece has to has to sit on top of something, right? So, you know, I think about the 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 hind legs of the hooves being the the very first part of the blocks, and then you're going to stack the 
the hips of the horse and the stifles on top of that. And then, so everything has to be in line. Otherwise, you're not going to make a, you're not going to make the horse into a nice, I kind of think of it as a pyramid or, or a stack to, on um, a skyscraper building. But every piece has to be on top of the next piece. So you have to have the control of, of, all, of the, all of the pieces. So they, they all go one on top of each other, the, the hind legs, the hips. You know, where you sit, you have to sit on top of that piece. And then the shoulders have to be um, on top of, kind of on top of the rider. And then the neck has to stack itself on top of, you know. So if if you were building a building, you would have control of, okay, this piece goes on top of that piece. You know, all the way up into the, the pole. And then a little bit the nose is the last, you know, the nose up and out a little bit is the last piece that goes on top of everything. So you always have this uphill kind of idea and you always have a balanced idea with that so that's I don't know it kind of worked for me when when I was learning about all these things that that that's something that spoke to me and so I just use it all the time so I like hopefully, it hopefully great. that kind of makes sense to people but I liked it I very think good the tulip has won the award for cool things tonight I <laughs> well there you go if you enjoyed Reese and Philip chatting about all things dressage, you can tune in every week at dressageradio.com or even better, go to your app store and download download the free Horse Radio Network app for iPhone or Android, and you can have all of your favorite Horse Radio Network shows with you wherever you go. This podcast has been brought to you through the generous support of Kentucky Performance Products and listeners like you. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.